Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Now, our next guest is a top footballer for Westmeath, or you might know him from his time on Ultimate Hell Week. He's involved with something brilliant for World Hunger Day, and he's on the line now. Morning, boy, do you say ya? Well, guys, how are you? Well, great, great. Good to talk to you. Now, we saw you in Ultimate Hell Week. You're an absolute beast of a man, and I I cannot understand just how you guys managed to get through the things that you get through on that show. Yeah, it's a little bit intense. (laughs) Yeah, and it doesn't really help that the DS is roaring and shouting at you either. (laughs) Well, actually, let's have a listen to the unfortunate moment when you decided Scratch was just too much and it was time to hand in the armband. Are you done? All right, give me your armband. I felt like if I didn't hand in my number, it probably would have been very soon after anyway, so... It was, I think it was my time to go. Put 100% in, yeah? yeah did you? I did. Right, so what else do you have to yeah, do? No. Not at all you have to do, all right? I'm surprised he went. But again, it's, it's just come down to the mentality, like, you know. But was it true that they kind of messed with your head, boy, dude, that they said to you is that there was a few hours left and really, you were just about done? Yeah, you see, the thing is, you're kind of, like, you're all in your head anyway, so you're struggling and trying to pull through, and then the DSs are there roaring and telling you there's four hours left, so you kind of have to... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nah, man, I'm, doing, like, I'm not doing four more hours <laughs> in. Yeah. I was like, I can't do two more minutes, how am I supposed to do four hours? But then that's them playing tricks in you, so. Yeah. And how, how, how much did the football training, the, the Westmead football, uh, you know, count? It, it, was it all that or is it your own stuff that you do, general fitness? What, what do you think can get you through on that kind of a show? Um, it was more kind of general fitness, I suppose. And, um, you know, like what I tried to do a lot was just walking and hiking and then trying to get used to the cold. You see, the cold would probably be my downfall. It would probably be something that really hits me hardest, so... I ended up going, I was living in, I'm living in Galway, so what I ended up doing was just going down to the sea uh, once a week or something and just dipping in and coming out. <laughs> that was one thing I really just tried to focus on. Boy, I was about to say something along the lines of, yeah, I'd be the same, it'd be the cold, because I do hate the cold and I love being cozy. Then I realised, no, it would be all of the things. <laughs> it would be the exercise, <laughs> the effort, the no food, the no lap blankets. There's so many things. Lack like of sleep. Possibly, oh, stop. I just yeah, yeah, couldn't even think about a, it. There's a lot to it, like especially like the no food or, you know, just not the first night, I think we only got an hour sleep and then you were straight up doing a full workout (laughs) do you know what I think sometimes when I watch it is like the DS's on this show and the one in the UK and whatever like those lads have done this for real yeah but for nine months in war zones where their lives are on the like I know we 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 are always amazed watching you guys do uh, the celebrity version or the the punter version or whatever but then you think about the DS's and go how the hell did they do that yeah, exactly. That's why I think everyone has so much respect for them. Even though they're there shouting at you, we all kind of have like that slight respect where you're like, these guys are in the middle of battle and, you know, they trust each other. So that's yeah. why we end up trusting them so much for what we're doing. You know, like even jumping off a helicopter, you're like, no way I'm doing that. But then the DS says, do it. You're going to do you're it. You're going to do it. Yeah, yeah. Trust them, you know. Well, look, when you were on the show, <clears throat> excuse me, Ultimate Hell Week, the professionals, you did it for the World Food Programme. And that's what you're here to talk about today and the initiatives you're involved in. Uh, let us know what's going on. Yeah, so I'm uh, working with Sombrero right now. And uh, we're promoting the first ever meal packing event for World Hunger Day this Sunday. And, you know, the aim is to donate 30,000 meals, pack them, offer them to people in need. 
Wow, and so what's involved in a packing day then? Do people need to bring along the, the food or are they literally there to pack food that's no, already just, there? Yeah, you just show up and, you know, help pack. And yeah, and then, uh, like, you know, you can buy some meals. Whenever you buy a meal, uh, one, uh, they donate, two meals are donated to those in need. Wow. So every time you come down and buy a burrito bowl, um, mm. Sombrero will donate two meals to those in need in different yeah. countries. And Ireland has, you know, donated so far 1.5 million in the Irish store so that's you know pretty important that is really is amazing and, and Zambrero globally have donated 61 and a half million meals to people in need all around the world which is just phenomenal so fair play to them fair play to you as well boy yeah. for getting involved in that I mean you could have picked any charity why is this important to you yeah I suppose it shows uh, you know world food program because you know it's kind of close to me um, growing up as a kid in Africa you know I remember going days without you know getting a proper for me and stuff like that and you know living in that poverty you know definitely affected my life and helped me become the person I am right now so you yeah. know if anything I can do to help and promote and try you know my hardest to remember that those times you know I tried to you know I tried to do that so yeah it was definitely close to my heart you know the World Food Programme yeah, so you were born in Liberia, is that right? And you were kind of constantly yeah, on the yeah. move, weren't you? Because it wasn't the most stable of environments to be born into. Yeah, so I grew up in Monrovia, Liberia. And, you know, at the time when I was growing up there, it was, it was just the ending of the Civil War. So you had, you know, you had, uh, you actually had UN soldiers coming in to Liberia at the time when I was leaving the country. And, yeah, growing up there was pretty difficult, you know. I was being moved around a lot and... You know, wherever the war was, you know, traveling or wherever the rebels and stuff were coming in, you were being moved around. So I wasn't in one place at one time and uh, I kind of grew up in that hectic environment until I moved to, you know, Westmead. What age were you then, eight? Yeah, I moved I moved to Westmead on my eighth birthday. So I landed in Ireland on the 18th of February. And how important was GAA then to your kind of adaptation to, to Ireland and a new country and a new culture and a new way of life? Yeah, um, I suppose the GAA is such a huge organization in Ireland. And, you know, there's this whole family-based thing surrounding the GAA. And in every community you go to, you know, you have cousins and brothers and uh, sisters and everything competing in the sport. And when I moved to Rosemount, um, they kind of welcomed me into the GAA family like that. So it made it a lot easier for me to kind of, you know, to play the sport and to get involved in it. Yeah. And, you know, some of my best friends played it and it just ended up loving it. It was something that I really, you know, took passionate. Mm-hmm. Westmead love you. Obviously, you played the minor team by the time you were 14 and you've played for the senior side as well. You're playing. How are things going this season? How are you shaping up? Yeah, so, like, I'm hoping to go back this year. I actually took the year out last year. That's the only reason I did Hell Week. So, mm. I took the year out just to, you know, get the head right and, you know, be more hungry for it, you know, this year. So, Hoping to go back this year now and play with them. So, Brilliant. you know, I have to start from the beginning again and start doing trials and getting back to that top. So, yeah. Mm. And, I mean, I realise you're not a spokesperson for the entire black community of Ireland, but, you know, is there, do you think there's enough integration in terms of, you know, of black people in the sport? Or, um, you know, would you like to see more? What's the attitude generally? Yeah, I'd definitely love to see more, especially in the GAA. You know, you have this in soccer and athletics and all the different events. But when it comes to GAA, there's still a very small majority that, you know, get involved in it. And that's one thing I really try to promote a lot 
is get, you know, loads of different cultures and background involved in the GAA. And a lot of people don't even realize the benefits of getting involved in it as, in, you know, being part of a community. And, you know, even in college, you can get scholarships with it. And a lot of people don't realize there's so much yeah. the GAA can actually help you with that uh, they don't get involved in it. They think soccer is the way to go, which it is. But, you know, I'd love to see more you know, different cultures and background getting involved in it. Another option, yeah. absolutely. And is that just yeah. because soccer is just so popular globally that it seems more of an exciting sport because, you know, we see the the Premier, you know, the Premier League and all that. Is it simply that or is it a difficulty kind of connecting with it? It could be more the connecting with it. Uh, like, if you, if, if you look at the, you know, All-Ireland Finals and stuff like that, like, that's one of the biggest events ever, you know. Mm. It probably could be nearly ex- more exciting than the, you know, than the Champions League Final or something like that. But, I suppose, um, I think it's just because people don't really know too much about it. Um, you know, some people might move here and soccer is the first thing to know. Like, that's, that's the same with me when I moved to Ireland. Like, soccer was the only thing I knew. And, you know, I was lucky enough to have cousins and people who were already involved in the GA that I could see, geez, this is kind of cool. I can yeah. see that. So that's why I try to be that kind of person where they might see another black person playing the sport and, mm. you know, want to get involved in it. You know? Well, there was a couple of Ukrainian lads who joined the, one of the soccer teams I coach in my local club. And they also joined the GA at the same time. And they've given up the soccer, which they played in Ukraine because they loved the GA so much. They've totally gone yeah, over it. it. And they're playing that now. And it has everything going for it. Uh, the lads were getting well treated in both places, but yeah. obviously they just prefer the sport. But I suppose if you're, you know, if you're arriving in, you know, as you say, boy, do into a, a new country, and and you grew up kicking a ball around like soccer is so global. Mm. You're going to gravitate towards what what's familiar, and I guess you know the GAA may be just an extra step for a lot of people. But when they try it, they they could prefer it. Yeah, yeah you realize, hey, it's okay to punch people in the face and, <laughs> <laughs> and use a big stick and whack them in the shins. Yeah. Uh, boy, do you say can can anybody get involved in the food packing day, or have all those volunteer places already been filled? Um, yeah, anyone anyone can get involved. Just you know, you just have to show up and come down. And uh, yeah, definitely we can. Brilliant. You know, use well, the more the, the merrier. Yeah. Can. Okay. The more well, the merrier. Yeah. Go and Google then Zambrero and the um, uh, Ireland's first ever meal packing event taking place on World Hunger Day, which is this Sunday. Boy, do say Thanks so much for joining us. Great to have a chat Thanks to you. A million. Thanks a million, guys. All the best. Thank See you, you later. See you later. Dermot and Dave weekdays from nine a.m. today.